Welcome to the Happy Sad Podcast. Um, I know this is not my usual upload day. Um, It's usually Wednesday, but I felt really compelled to just talk and touch base and such a beautiful Sunday. I'm laying on my mom's porch outside. It just feels so great outside. And I felt really compelled to kind of talk about my relationships and my view of the things that have happened and kind of just go from there. Um, when I was really young, I always wanted a boyfriend. I think a lot of people when they're young, they want a boyfriend. Um, I'm sure that anybody would laugh hysterically if they saw my diaries and, uh, the judgment. I'm just kidding. Um, but I remember when I was really young, I guess I was in ninth grade or eighth grade and Hannah Montana had just started, had just come out. And, uh, the guy that played Jake Ryan, uh, Cody Lindley, I had the biggest crush on him ever. Like I, I think that became my obsession with blondes because <laughs> I totally had the biggest crush on him. And like, I had a picture of him like on my wall in my bedroom and all this kind of crazy stuff. And, um, that was like the first ever like true crush that I had. Um, you know, you would get like all the tiger beat teen magazines and just like live your best life and, you know, fantasize about like marrying them. And it was all just innocent and fun and sweet. Um, I'm sure so many people did that. And, uh, you know, some of us did it again when they were in college and when direction just came out. Um, but I remember, always wanting like to get married and the idea of like the Cinderella story and the idea of love and all the mushy gushy stuff and you know thinking that that was just like a reality and so I remember when I started to middle school um there were of course people that I liked and you know I would just fantasize over them as one does and write about them in my journal and, you know, act like when you're 15 or 14 that that kind of love is going to be, you know, what's going to carry you on for the rest of your life. You know, oh, I, I love this person. You definitely don't. But um, I don't know. I just felt really just kind of in love with the idea of love and, you know, just all the feels. And so when I was in high school, I had my first boyfriend, um, my first kiss. Um, and because I, I'm a very loyal person, I have like this loyal instinct and I was also very, very, very immature and just like fragile. And I was basically still a child when I was in ninth and 10th grade. Um, there was a guy that I had the biggest crush on, um, when I was a freshman and he was just super cool. He was goth and, he was just so cool. And, um, anyway, he and his girlfriend ended up getting married and they're super cute, but I just thought he was like the coolest of all. And I remember crying when he graduated and like being really sad about it. Cause he was just such a presence. And it was like the idea of, you know, a possibility, like the idea of this, like movie character is going to come in and swoop you off your feet and then it's just you know just going to be so exciting and your that's your purpose is to find somebody to love you and take care of you and like help you make your decisions um which is not accurate which is not a true feeling it's just kind of 
just a middle school view of like what reality is. And I had that middle school view of reality for a really long time. So my first ever boyfriend, that's a long, wild story. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. It's just, I'm sure so many teenagers have these stories where, you know, they date someone and you quote unquote date, like, can you really date someone when you're 16 and you have like no money? And it's like, where are you going to go? You need to go out for drinks. Are you going to go to the movies? It's like a million dollars, especially now. How do people date? I would love to know. Please tell me. Um, but I remember, you know, when I initially like the guy I was with broke up with me, it was like the end of the world. It was like my identity was gone. My feelings toward everything was just gone. Like I felt so bad about myself and about like my reality. And I thought such bad, terrible things just about everyone. I became like really negative and it wasn't his fault. It wasn't, you know, it was just kind of where I was at the time. Like, you know, I, I didn't really understand, like I had this kind of like fairy tale view on things. So it was like, if I'm not with him, then like my whole world has no purpose again. Like there's nothing. So I always laugh because I remember going, I didn't laugh at the time, but I remember going into my choir class, like right after this happened and <laughs> we sang this song called Weep No More. I'm kid you not. And I'm sitting there sobbing like these giant tears are coming out of my face like it is just and we're singing weep no more and one of the girls in the class was like are you okay um newsflash guys girls whoever if someone is crying profusely and you say are you okay there's about like oh I don't know a 102 chance that they're not okay so just don't look at people while they're crying unless they reach towards you um but I just remember that it was hard. High school was hard after that. Like I lost a bunch of weight. I was just so insecure and I had no reason to be insecure. And, um, you know, I just, it was just real funny. And I remember there was this girl that I, I think she was in my, she was in my grade definitely. And I used to like hide from this person, um, in my, uh, lunch, lunch period, I just would show up super late and because I just wanted to avoid all contact with these people and not deal with them and have to like feel bad. And like, I couldn't eat. I was just so heartbroken. And I remember one day going into the bathroom and there was this girl and she was so pretty. She was like one of the cool girls. And I was just like sobbing in the bathroom. And I remember she took my hand and squeezed it. And then she walked out of the bathroom and I don't think I, you know, I don't know if I've ever told her or mentioned that, that to her, but that was one of the most kindest things anybody had ever done for me. Like fully seeing me in that moment. Um, and high school was hard, you know, and just those friendly reminders of, I see you, I, I got you, you know, and, uh, high school is definitely not like euphoria or anything like that, or it wasn't for me. Um, I was always like a really good kid and I never, um, I never really, I mean, I didn't drink until I was in college, like of drinking age. Um, and I, you know, I, I was really bad in school. I was really insecure. I used to think, why do people understand things in school? And I don't like, you know, why is there something wrong with me? Am, am I not smart? Like, am I this, that, and the other? 
And so I kind of created this persona where I would be the quote unquote dumb friend. And so I would say really dumb stuff or really quirky stuff because I felt like I had no, like, there was no purpose for me other than the fact that I was like, "Uh you know, all the time. And unfortunately, I do have a valley girl voice, but I swear to you, this is the only voice that I have. And God, maybe God did me dirty. I don't know. Not really. But I just I just kind of roll with it these days. Um, But yeah, high school was just really difficult. And I, you know, I would have these crushes on these guys. And then when it didn't work out, I would just feel so bad about myself. And, you know, it just was so hard, like so sad and so hard for me. And then when I went to college, I was so insecure still. I, um, my junior year, um, my friend still jokes and says that I was like 30 and he was like 19, but that's not the truth. Um, I had this really good friend and he was so cute and he is still so cute. And, uh, yeah, it's funny. I have like a big secret about him. He uh, runs this really cool Instagram account and nobody knows it's him and it's really, really cool. And it has so many views and I just love knowing that little fact about him. But um, in college, um, he, I, I loved him. Like, it was not like a, oh, I'm in love with you. It was just like a feeling of, like, important. Like, he was really popular and really sweet and really good looking. And he saw me. We were friends. So I felt important. And, um, and I was, like, a good chunk older than him. Like, he always says I was, like, 30 and he was 19, which is not the case. But, uh, we actually ended up going to New Orleans together on point and we saw a, a woman like drop her baby in the, uh, train station. It was, um, I don't think enough therapy could ever get rid of that visual image. But anyway, (laughs) um, I remember sitting in the car with him one night and looking at him and saying, um, I remember saying to him, like, please don't leave me tomorrow. Like, please don't leave me. And I was so afraid that the next day he would just be like done with me and not want to hang out with me anymore. And I don't know where that came from. Like, again, like I always like, like saw, even if a guy was a friend, it was like, don't leave me. Like, I know there's something wrong with me. Don't leave me. And you know, that wasn't the case. And so I really struggled with that. You know, if I don't, Like, I used to get up at 6 a.m. every day in college, and um, if one of my professors who was my advisor is listening to this, he's laughing hysterically because he would not not give me classes um, before, like, 9.30 because he knew that I hated getting up. So my entire junior year, I got up at 6 a.m., and I would, like, put full face of makeup on, all the stuff, and I had this really pretty friend. She... um, she and I were really good friends. She was just like Marilyn Monroe, but had red hair and was like, you know, in Alabama, <laughs> like gorgeous. And she lives in Chicago now and she's still a total babe. But I remember we used to go to parties together and people would address her. They'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. You look so good. And they would be like, oh, hey, Sky." So I just felt like I was never good enough for anyone. Um, and so back In about 2013, dating apps became the big thing. And I, you know, was like, oh, I'll try this, you know, whatever. I'm insecure. I'm whatever. And it was just, I felt really good about the fact that people were paying attention to my photos, interested in what I looked like. And it was like the first time I felt like I was getting attention from guys that I had never gotten before. 
So I, um, and I was very, very, very sheltered, not by my parents, just kind of like by my own, by my own self, like very sheltered, very innocent. There's really nothing wrong with that. And I probably should have kept on to that for a while because now (laughs) I live in like a fake fantasy land where everything's rainbows and sunshines. Not really, but, um, I went on some really interesting dates. Let's be real. And then I met this guy who I remember meeting him at Barnes and Noble. And I remember thinking, I am so ugly. Like there is no way that this guy is going to find me attractive. Like I am so ugly. And I just, I have to like laugh about that now because in no way was I ugly. Like the only person that thought I was ugly was me. Um, And I think that's what so many people really need to realize is the only person that thinks you're ugly is yourself and you need to work on that. And I needed to work on that. And I needed somebody to kind of say, Sky, just, just, you got to recognize this girl. Like you, you got to. Um, But I remember we kissed and I felt really just good about it. And like we, we started talking more and he ended up coming to see me at my college and then um, we started dating, um, and it was just, I felt so amazing. He was really smart. He was really cute. And, um, he was just like, I thought he was perfect. I I thought he was like a God. I thought, you know, all of my purpose, all of my purpose was this guy. Like if he told me I was pretty, it mattered. If he told me that I was smart, it mattered. Any of that, anything that he ever said to me mattered. Um, he, was unable to say, I love you. He said that he didn't say that. So, you know, again, if you're a person and the guy that you're with won't say, I love you, that's definitely, um, a red flag. And you should definitely discuss that because you definitely want to be with somebody who will tell you that they love you. Like that's just, um, as Mandy Moore's character in, uh, how to deal says that's just logical logic. Um, but we dated and then we ended up breaking up and it was really, really horrible. I felt really used. He would still come see me some. And um, it was terrible. It was, it was uh, abusive. It was, it was just, it became something that I didn't think he was. And so I, I ended up moving to the town that he lived in thinking this could work out, thinking that I could you know, make it right, thinking that I, 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 I could do something to make him realize that I'm great. I could do something to make him realize that I'm great. Let's think about this sentence for a second. So I'm Sky. I was raised by my parents. You are you. You were raised by your parents or whoever. You were raised to love. You were raised to love yourself. You were raised in ways to become the person that you are today and you're saying that you need to be better so that a guy would like you and realize that you're perfect for them. That just sounds disgusting to me now. Basically, I let this person take advantage of me. I let them take everything from me that I liked about myself. Um, and then about June of 2015, I believe, uh, it was like three years later. So, you know, people are like the twenties, man. Yeah. It's like most of my twenties were dedicated to this feeling of I'm not good enough because this guy doesn't want to date me. He would compare me to other girls, all this kind of stuff. So the skew, the being like having the skewed vision of like love is just 
so awful. It's so sad. And I am so sorry. I, I mean, I, I made the choice to never see him again and it was hard. It was not easy. And I realized I am good enough. I'm good enough for anyone. And that's what I hope so many people understand is just because a guy doesn't want to be with you doesn't mean that you're not amazing. I mean, I just, I think it's so funny. It's not funny, like, haha, but it's funny, like, we feel a certain way about ourselves because we feel that way about ourselves. It has nothing to do with anything else. And if we believe in God, whatever we believe in, we were created to build relationships, to be uniquely us. And, you know, that doesn't mean that everybody's going to like us. It doesn't mean that we're going to like ourselves all the time, but we can't ever give up. And if we think of what our purpose is, we just have to strive to find it. And it's not a guy can tell you that it's not a girl. It's not a guy. It's not a, it's not a lover. It's none of that. It's finding you, finding your purpose. Another person, but purpin, another person is not your purpose. So remember that another person is not your purpose. Um, and remember that because that's something that's taken me forever to realize. Um, when I moved back to Birmingham, I went on some really awful dates and um, I went on a date with this guy who ended up ghosting me um, and we were talking, we'd kissed or whatever. And then like a week later, I'm out with a friend having dinner and I run into him and he covers his face and runs out of the restaurant. So you know, things like that happen and they really don't make you feel good about yourself. Just an FYI, I'm sure a lot of you have had issues like that where um, you run into somebody that you, you know, just like awkward moments. Like, you know, I've gone on dates with people before that I've seen in like real life and it's like, oh my gosh, like, I hope they don't notice me. And it's like, it's just part of life, you know? So, I think about that, that, those moments a lot. And I've dated a lot of crazy people and interesting people. And I just, I, I kind of got to the point where, um, you know, I didn't date for a really long time and now I'm just like pretty much okay with myself and, you know, growing and learning about who I am, uh, learning that what's important is not going to be important to other people. Um, kind of getting on this level of self-love. And it's not like, oh, I love myself. It's not like Kate from Lizzie McGuire. It's like, I love myself. I'm confident. I want what's best for me. Um, that kind of that kind of thing. Um, not trying to change for a guy. Not trying to do this, that, and that or the other. And just being okay with you at the end of the day. Um, because there's so much to this world. Uh, about a year ago... I went with this group called Pursuing Purpose. I went on a, a six-day camping trip in Utah. Um, I'd never been camping before, and I I went, and I did it, and it was the most life-changing thing ever. And for the first time in my life, I felt the feeling of being in love, and it wasn't with anyone else. It was just like being in love with like my life, where I was, who I was. And it was just absolutely amazing. And I feel like there are so many people that just think that a guy or a relationship can make you something, and it doesn't. And I know I live in the South, so we deal with a lot of people that will literally, like older women have come up to me and they'll say, like, who haven't seen me in forever, and it's like, how are you? And you're like, oh, good. Are you dating anybody? It's like, 
first of all, there's definitely more to my life than that. Again, it doesn't give me purpose. It's like, I'm sure that if I was dating somebody, I would eventually tell you, but it's so offensive. Like I went to a wedding one time and it was so awful because I was, I was at a table with like adults that I knew. And then I was like near these people that I didn't really know that well. And the woman was like, do you go for Alabama or Auburn? And it's like, first of all, I was like 25. Like, surely there's something else you can ask me. Like, oh, what do you think you'll do after you graduate? Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so much to talk about. And I made a joke. I was like, well, my ex-boyfriend went for such and such team, so I guess I went, went for them. Ha ha, because I don't, I don't watch sports. And if you do whatever, it's just not my thing. Um, and I remember the lady was like, oh, you said you're in between boyfriends? And I was like, oh, I don't really care. And she was like, oh, you have plenty of time, plenty of time, plenty of time. Hmm. I resent that term. I, I so resent that term. I resent people asking me if I'm dating someone. I resent that you have plenty of time. Time is our best and worst inter- enemy. And if you say to somebody, oh, you have plenty of time, it means that there's some kind of there's some kind of expiration date to you. There's some kind of, oh, well, you're not expired quite yet. And I just found that to be so disgusting and despicable and just not what you should say to somebody. Like, if you ask a woman, but people don't really ask men those questions, which I find interesting. But if you ask a woman those questions, then it's just so unfair because it's like, what do you want me to say? Oh, I'm actively trying to date, but... I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, well, you have plenty of time. Well, gee, thanks. I feel awful about myself. Don't ever say that to somebody. If you're um, older, if you're young, just don't. You don't know what people have been through in relationships. You don't know where people are in their lives. Just don't do it. Just please don't do it. Um, Remember that Sky from the Happy Side podcast said don't do it because it'll ruin someone's day. Um, But after I moved back, I worked at this... uh, kind of like up and starting program, uh, job, job, up, up and starting company. There we go. And I met this guy. We were really, really good friends and I had feelings for him and I had feelings for him for such a long time. And it was the fact that he was kind to me and I hadn't really dealt with a guy that was kind to me that, you know, and so I, you know, we were friends and all this stuff, but I was really insecure still. So I never like kind of understood that like, you know, there's more people out there, but you can still stay friends with this guy. And he and I are still friends, plot twist. But it's just so funny to me that I have wasted so much time being insecure when there's just this whole life out there that doesn't even revolve around relationships with men. It revolves around relationships with friends, with how you feel about yourself, with reading, with life. There's just so much to this world. And I, I am so sorry for the people that don't see that. They don't understand that there's this whole world out there. Um, you know, if you feel insecure about yourself, find something that brings you joy, get help for it. I've been on Prozac for, I guess, two and a half years, something like that. It's, I don't feel shame from it. I really don't. I am happy. Um, you know, and sure, at some point, I'm definitely going to want a relationship with someone. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm done with that. But my priority in life is to create this podcast, to share hope and love to people. 
And that's kind of what I want my message to get across is like, you can't let another person show you the way because you are the way essentially. Um, so I just wanted to wrap this up. I know that this is a weird for me to be posting for a Sunday. Um, but I just wanted you all to know that you're worth it. You're important. If somebody doesn't want to be with you, that's on them has nothing to do with you. Um, you're beautiful. You're attractive. You're, you have so much potential. We all have so much potential to be great and have this wonderful, unique life. Um, I'm rooting for you. If anybody ever has any questions, please reach out on Instagram or wherever you can find me. Cause I, I just think it's so important that people know their worth. They know they are loved. Um, look in the mirror. You're beautiful. And you have to think that you're beautiful, not anyone else. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful Sunday. And thank you for listening to the Happy Sad Podcast.